during Safer at Home. My wife and I just bought a new house and we are selling our current house and it's been crazy in the Tillis household to say the least. How about you? Hello Elk Mound world. Um, I got dressed up like a teacher today just because I missed it. Then about uh, about an hour into it I changed because I was uncomfortable uh, and I think I slept wrong on my neck last night because when I go like this it hurts. Like what? Like this. And if, for yeah. those of you at home that can't see me, which is everybody, I turn my head to the left ever so slightly, and it, it just hurt my, my neck. So I'll get through it, though, Mr. Tills. I, I can sense the concern in your voice, and I, I, I don't want you to be concerned. I will say, Mr. Tillis, that I listened to our previous two podcasts, and I am very, very critical on myself. I say the word, um too much in our podcast and I, I need to get out of that conversation or out of that habit. So um, I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> okay. You can go on now. All righty. See, Mr. Gillis, this is what happens when I improvise. <laughs> let's get started, Mr. Murphy. All right, all right, let's get started, Mr. Gillis. Oh, I'm doing the first topic. This yeah, is, it's green. That's so for okay, everybody. We are off to a bad start. I as I close off every podcast, I always say I can do better and I'm not living up to that right now. So for those of you that don't know what we do, everything is highlighted um, when we talk. Anything green is me and it's very clearly green. So I should have been talking <laughs> during that awkward pause. So, uh, Mr. Tillis, can you please tell us what is your favorite treat? You can talk about desserts, candy bars, ice cream, whatever. What is your favorite treat? Well, I'd have to say that mine would definitely be cheesecake. Um, I know it's bad for you, but I eat too much of it because it's delicious. Uh, other than that, um, I'd have to say my favorite candy bar is a Butterfinger, and my favorite candy would be Dots and or Mike and Ike's slash Hot Tamales. How about you, Mr. Murphy? Ooh, you had some good choices in there. First of all, I agree with the Butterfinger. That's really good. My only problem with dots is, like, don't they get stuck in your teeth? Yeah, but they're good up until that point. And talking about the Butterfinger, I only like the old Butterfingers because Butterfinger just changed the recipe. I don't like the new ones. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too familiar with the Butterfinger recipe, but... Um, I just like Butterfinger in general. Anyway, my favorite treats, uh, a, a Culver's concrete mixer. You can never go wrong with that. Typically what I do is when I order a Culver's mixer, um, I will put, I just said, um, Mr. Curlis, gotta stop that. I will put in two different candies. A lot of the times it's going to be Butterfinger and then like M&Ms or cookie dough and M&Ms, but just a combination of two, um, 
candies is is my way to go. Gosh, that's annoying. Second thing, I love Trader Joe's. Like their chocolate covered pretzels are so good, and just just M and M's in general. Love them. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, let's go to uh, another thing then. Um, how many major injuries have you had, and or close calls? Major injuries and or close calls. Well, luckily, knock on wood, I have never had a major injury. However, when I was three years old, Mr. Tillis, I was left with a babysitter, and I thought that would be a, a good opportunity to jump up and down on the couch because, hey, there's a babysitter. They're not going to do anything, which they didn't do anything. However, I landed. We had this this coffee table right in front of the couch, and I my head hit the coffee table. So I had to go to the hospital and they had to give me stitches. But in order to perform these stitches on this this three-year-old just rock star Murphy that they had in front of them, they had to put me in a straitjacket to hold me down to perform the stitches. So that was exciting. And you remember this? I don't remember it. Well, I, I remember it because I have a scar on my forehead because the the poor doctor couldn't like do his thing without me moving around. But my mom has told me the, the, the story over and over again. But also this past weekend, Mr. Tillis, um, do you have time for a quick story? Sure. All right. I can tell by the sound of your voice that you are very, very eager to hear this story. But we were <laughs> at my mom's house uh, celebrating Mother's Day, and my son found my old skateboard in the garage. And he said, hey, Dad, do you still know how to ride your skateboard? Um, and I said, well, of course I do. That was my first mistake, Mr. Tillis. <laughs> and so what I did was I started to kind of pedal on the skateboard. And I, I really wish I had this on video. Like both of my feet went airborne and the skateboard kept on going. And I was just like, you know, in the air and landed on my tailbone and my back. And it was like the most excruciating pain that I, I can imagine. So I was just kind of laying there thinking, well, I didn't land on my head, so that's good. And I just kind of made sure that all my body parts moved and everything was moving. So I just kind of like laid there for a few minutes and just relished in my stupidity. Yeah, I, I cannot ride a skateboard. Anytime I try and stand, then I'll fall over. I just don't have that kind of balance. Well, and I, I've seen you just try to walk in a straight line, Mr. Tillis, and it's kind of a mess. <laughs> well, gee, thanks. You bet. Hey, Mr. Tillis. Yes, Mr. Murphy. Do you mind if my son, uh, Brayden, says hello to the, the crowd quick? Sure, go ahead. Hi, guys. All right, so Mr. Tillis, um, can you tell us about any major injuries and or close calls that you've had? Absolutely. Sort of like you, I have one from when I was a kid. I couldn't tell you how old I was. Um, probably, uh, I must have been like seven or something. Okay. But uh, I have a scar on my chin, which I never see and no one else ever sees because of my beard. But what happened was um, we were leaving uh, the restaurant and this was before the days of calling shotgun where you just had to run to the car to get the front seat. Sure. And so um, my brothers and I have two older brothers. We were all running to the car and I was winning. And I, I don't know who it was because I was winning. I was in the lead. But whoever was behind me pushed me right when we got to the car and uh, I took the mirror, the side mirror, off the car and sliced my face open. Ooh. So um, I remember that, you know, blood was running down my face. There was some skin flapping around. And 
I, I got shotgun, but we had to go straight to the emergency room. So I was, I was like holding a pool of blood in my hands as we drove to the hospital. See, first of all, I'm glad that you're okay. As your colleague, I'm glad that you're okay. But I think secondly, I think that's why shotgun was probably invented was for those situations. You know, just walk outside. And, and the rules of, of shotgun are, are very clear is every single person has to be outside of the building and then you are able to claim shotgun, right? Is that the way that you do it? Yeah, it doesn't matter if you have a headache. Right, right. I was quoting the office there. I, I think it's actually if you have a concussion. <laughs> I don't remember this episode. What episode is this? Are we talking that's about? Where, that's where Michael grills his foot and then Dwight drives to oh. go save him and he drives into the pool and gets the concussion. Yes, I just watched that. The, the, the Office Ladies podcast just talked about that last week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, and, so... In, in, in the scene where, where Dwight like throws up after he, he hits the light post, he actually yeah. hurt his neck acting out the uh, throwing up part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway I, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I got that scar on my chin. I don't even remember what side it's on, but it's there. And then besides that, a couple of summers ago, I broke my pinky finger playing basketball, which doesn't sound like a major injury but when you have to play piano for your job every day um i can definitely notice that my pinky is now weaker and whenever i'm like playing with my kids and they like grab my pinky i'm like oh no not that one grab the other <laughs> finger <laughs> crazy crazy yeah and then my students know about my almost getting hit by lightning um i almost rolled a four-wheeler but in the middle of the roll i jumped off once and yeah just other stuff like that so I think you just need to be more careful, is my thought. Well, none of those things are my fault. Yeah, it's, it's never your fault. It's never your fault. You could have, when you were running to the car, you could have let somebody else get shotgun. You didn't have to, you know, make a mad dash to the car and rip open your chin. It wasn't my fault. I was propelled into the side mirror from the behind. <laughs> this is very true. I apologize. All right, so let's change gears here. Now, we said at the beginning of our podcast that we would do some analysis of uh, videos, and so we're going to do that today for our listeners. So if you want to know what we are actually referring to on on the music department website, which is elkmoundmusic.com, you can go there. There's a podcast tab. Click on that, and you can see the video that Mr. Murphy and I are referring to for today from this analysis. So what this uh, actual video is is, there's a group called Postmodern Jukebox where they do um, covers of songs in different styles. And so the song that we are actually watching is a song called Royals by Lord originally. Um, and this one is done by a different artist. And here we go. So, Mr. Murphy, here's the first question. Do you like clowns? <laughs> do I like clowns? Um, I have nothing against clowns at all. I think clowns are, are great. When I was a kid, I, I grew up on watching Bozo the Clown on WGN when I lived outside of Chicago. So I have nothing against clowns. I think they can be kind of creepy at times. But, you know, in the right context, I'm a clown guy. Yeah, I'm one of my best friends is is scared of clowns, and he, he doesn't like them at all. Like when we're at parades and stuff, he just, like, hides his face and everything when the clowns are by. So Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, my, my colleague is a clown as well. So I'm, I'm used to clowns. <laughs> um. So the reason we're talking about clowns is because the singer in this video is actually wearing a clown outfit. So um, let's actually get to some of the music. So what do you think about the arrangement of the song, Mr. Murphy? Um, I like the arrangement. I like the arrangement. Um, 
I don't. Right before we came on, I listened to the original version of this. I have I, I've heard it before, but I've, I've never really listened to it. But I, I like the arrangements. I like what they did with the feel. I love the groove that the bass and the drums gave to the um, arrangements. And I thought the the background vocals were very effective. They it, it wasn't too much. It wasn't too little. It was it was just perfect. All right. I, I agree. I think it's a good arrangement. Um, it's a very different um, tone quality to the singer's voice. Um, as far as the vocals, I feel like the background singers were too quiet, but I don't think it's their fault. They're, they are very far away from the microphone, but I could have used a little bit more of them. Um, the room that they're recording in is pretty bland, but um, it doesn't make a very good visual. And as far as visuals, let's talk about facials for a second. Uh, they were all pretty like dead looking on their face. What do you what do you think about that, Mr. Murphy? Well, and I, I agree. And I, I, I kind of interpreted that like they were obviously doing that on purpose. Um, I think they were cr- trying to create a, you know, trying to create the feeling of the song. And the feeling of the song was kind of a more serious song in my interpretation. So I, I thought that the, the non-facial expressions were intentional. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that it's a sad clown? It could be. It could be. And it was a sad clown. You're right. All right. What about um, the movements that they were doing as far as like the the background singers were doing snapping and stuff like that? Did you like that? Did you not like that? You know, I was impartial. I, I didn't think it added a whole lot to the performance. I didn't think it took anything away from the performance. Um, I think that the type of song that they were again the kind of sad song that they were singing you don't want a lot of movement in the background i, th- I think if you're if you're going to perform a happy upbeat um you know lots of horns going something like that yeah have a lot of movement but in, i think in this arrangement a lot of movement would not have been appropriate all right and finally what do you think about the ending I thought the ending was kind of it was it was cool it, it, it just ended and the clown went away yeah, he didn't even sing the last words that are in the original version. So, yeah, oh, really? yeah, I think it's good, unique little style way of doing it. So, love it, love it. All right, there you go. There's our oh. full analysis. All right, um, last topic, Mr. Tillis. Are you ready? I am ready. It's green. It is green. That is me. What is something that you're going to do better next year that is teaching related, uh, Mr. Tillis? You go first. All right. Well, being that this was my first year in Elk Mountain and being that I feel like I really only got to see the kids for half a year, you know, I'd love to get to know my students even better. Um, the nice thing about us being music teachers is many times we get to just have the same kids year and year and year and year. And I'm excited to be able to get to know my students better. And from that, you know, I'll be able to um, make them feel more comfortable, have a, a family feel of a of a classroom, have a good culture going on and just be able to have some fun with them. What about you, Mr. Murphy? Yeah, I would say the first thing that I want to work more on is my organization. Um, I always feel that I need to always constantly be, be going like, you know, go, 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 always move forward, get more done is kind of my thought. So whenever I, I have prep time, I want to use that prep time just to get things moving forward. Um, but I, I need to remember that I just need to stop. And sometimes I just need to in order to move forward more productively, 
I need to get myself organized. And that is one thing that I need to uh, do a better job at. Um, and then the second thing, just keep on working on making connections with the kids in education. I really believe that, you know, connections, connections, connections are just so important. Um, lots of times when my students see me, they are seeing me at quite possibly the busiest point of my day. You know, when I have my high school band and there's 90 students there, that's a pretty busy time. And I don't want my students to think that I am too busy for them. Um, and there, there's times where after class is done, I'll just kind of, you know, there'll be students that come up to me and I have 10 students that I have to answer questions for in about, you know, one minute. And I always feel bad at that, that the end of that minute when my students walk away and I never gave any individual students the time that they deserve. So I, I never want my students to think that I'm too busy for them. Um, so I just need to do a better job at making those connections and uh, making sure that they know that I'm never too busy for them. Those sound, sound like some awesome goals. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so closing, and it's green, so that is me, correct, Mr. Tillis? Correct. And we did establish that last time. But, but first of all, before we close, I need to ask you, do I make fun of you too much in these podcasts? Absolutely not. Okay, because if I do, please let me know. I, I, I kind of feel that like when you were talking about the clown and I, I was referring to my choir colleague, I kind of crossed the line there. So <laughs> I, I, I don't want you to leave this podcast feeling bad about yourself. No, you're all good. All right, thank you. And if, if there's ever anything that you need to say to me, you, you do so, okay? Yes, sir. All right. So, Elk Mound, it is time to close off our podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, hey, if you've got ideas, you can email us those ideas. You can Google Hangout, Hangout us those ideas. You can send up the bat signal, and we can read the ideas from the sky. But we want this podcast to be a great experience for everybody. So let us know what we can do to get better. Um, and Mounders, have an awesome weekend. If you like the podcast, tell your friends. If you didn't, please don't be a big mouth. As always, I'll do better next time. And I just want to say, everyone, please join me in singing Happy Birthday to Mr. Murphy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mr. Murphy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Dad. Oh, thank you. I thought we were going to make it through the entire podcast without acknowledging my acknowledging my birthday. Mr. Tillis, 42 years old today. Can you believe that? 62? Oh, my gosh. 42. 42. Oh, but hey, I appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. Tillis. Thank you very much. And my son, Braden is in the background yelling happy birthday as well. So thank you very much. Um, it is Murphy family tradition that whoever's birthday it is gets to decide what we want to do for dinner tonight. So I'm kind of thinking we might pick up barachos. Ooh, nice. I know. Get a, get a big old burrito. So thank you very much, Mr. Tillis. All right. Until next time, you stay classy, Elk Mounders. <laughs>